I am just an icon living. Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Whoa, I'm high snob, cover five minutes. Whoa, we are so hot in the business. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast with the Iconic Traders Squad. I'm Cameron Foose. We got Big Mike, Michael Spinoza, rocking our new swag. <laughs> Show him the back. Show him the back, Mike. What Zoom is in. Says, fuck off, I'm trading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, there'll be a link below to our merch shop if you want to get a, uh, any sort of swag. We also got Robert Millar bringing the heat from Miami. Hey, guys. I, I need to get some swag. I'm slacking. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I got a question. Does the logo work? Do people fuck off or what? <laughs> Just Capone. It's just for Capone. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Then. Capone is Mike's dog, everybody. For that, pound <laughs> pound the Frenchie. Does it does it work on Marissa though? She still comes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even read. <laughs> but anyways, guys, uh, talking about a couple things today. Uh, one, we're just going to talk about different market situations and how to handle them and should they actually affect your trading or should you just almost mind your own business and go about knowing what works for you and continuing on. We're also going to talk about um, some new changes going on. Uh, we're creating an incentive program for you guys, more benefits for you. Uh, our students so that you get more value to yourself and you also get kickbacks, rewards, free swag, etc. Um, in addition, some new things coming up with our trading channel on YouTube. So uh, to kick things off, we want to talk about the incentive program. Um, we wanted to, you know, kind of give you guys rewards and incentives for participating uh, in the community. Um, so if Mike or Robert, one of you guys want to kind of break down what the thoughts are and what we're kind of doing for that incentive program. Yeah. So we've had a lot of people that were pretty supportive of, you know, the change over to iconic and how we're focusing on the community. So we wanted to find ways to um, not only reward you guys, but um, possibly bring out new talent um, that people that go in above and beyond our expectations. So everybody that's already in the community, um, we have everything listed, but basically we're looking to, to people for people that are not only, um, showing your charts and P and L's, um, but people that are sharing news, um, helping other students grow, um, whether you're, you know, DMing them on the side, um, or helping out in chat, we're going to throw you some free gear. Um, at the end of the last trading day of each month, we're basically going to pick one person from chat, throw you, um, a tea, a hoodie, um, an iPhone case. And um, also provide you with what we were talking about and what we'll talk about further, um, affiliate links to um, help spread the name brand um, and also reward you, you know, with some cashola. Yeah. So we're also going to be doing an affiliate program, guys. So you guys can actually earn your membership back, earn your uh, cost of entry back for our training program. So you can basically get everything back and actually be a part of our community for free um, by becoming an affiliate and spreading the word about our community and getting uh, your friends, family, other people who follow you on social media uh, to join up and grow and build the best trading community out there. Uh, 
don't know if you had something to say, Bob. I kind of interrupted you there. Um, no, no. Um, just, you know, so many of you guys out there are doing like what Mike said, you know, sharing uh, great value, um, just uh, communicating to new members and just helping people out. Um, and, and we just want to have a way to kind of reward and reward you to, to do that. And um, we'll, I think we'll have more details coming soon about, you know, exactly some of the things that uh, we're going to look for every month. Um, you know, um, really just, just uh, for those of you that are doing it, just continue what you're doing, but we'll get more specific details later on um, and have a little video about that for everybody. Yeah, guys. So we'll be monitoring what's going on in the chat room and stuff. And it's basically like, think of it like employee of the month, you know? Right. It's like, <laughs> the best way to put it. yeah, if you're, uh, if you're doing good, you're participating, you're helping people out, you're doing well in trading, you're active in the community. Uh, we're just looking for people who are shining. Um, and we want to reward you for that. Uh, because that helps us. It helps you. It helps the community. Um, and we want to see more leaders uh, in the community helping new people that are looking for guidance. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in our community. Sometimes me, Mike, Robert uh, don't have, you know, 100% of our time to give to everybody. So um, it's great to see uh, the community all come together and help each other out. Um, yeah. But in addition to that, I want to talk that. about. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to follow up on something you said. Yeah, it is amazing, the community. Uh, uh, sorry, go, go for it. I'll, I'll go away for two hours or whatever, and um, someone had a question, and I'll just see, you know, like three, four people just helping that person out, and I don't have to write anything. You know, the community already yeah. answered their questions and all that. So it is great. Um, everyone's very helpful. It's awesome. Yeah, and that's the whole point of having a community is helping each other out as a team. Um, as opposed to having one person that everyone's supposed to, you know, get all the answers from. Uh, but also wanted to talk about YouTube, uh, basically free content for people who just want to continually, you know, have free value for those people who are in our community, also for newcomers. So what we're going to be doing is uh, coming up with a content schedule for the Iconic Traders YouTube channel. That's youtube.com backslash IKNK Traders. Uh, Mike's going to be doing two times a week live streams. So it's not going to be like a, a pre-recorded thing. It's going to be straight up live, documented shit going down. Uh, you know, Mike spitting the game on day trading, what kind of the common themes are. Um, if you want to kind of touch about what you're kind of uh, – plan of attack is Mike. yeah so monday and friday guys noon most likely 12 12 15 to like for a half hour 40 minutes um you know discussing some trades um and also going to be just hitting psychology a lot um i think there's not enough psychology out there on trading everyone's showing their charts and pnls but no one's getting deep into how the brain works so going to kind of provide my two cents on that and um, ideally be an open book for you guys to ask me any questions um, during that time. So look at just engage with the audience um, for people that don't know about us. Um, it's just, just provide a little bit more for the community as well. Great. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Trading is all psychology. 
it's all psychology. Like not enough people talk about that. Like one person on Twitter talks about psychology and thinks he's like the genius, but like psychology is everything in life, right? Not only trading, but business as well. Yeah. It's your mindset is what yeah. controls your fucking future. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that the stock market is run off of human emotion. Yeah. And to understand trading, you have to understand human emotion and how to control your own and understand what people's reactions are to fear, greed, you know, whatever. But it, it's crazy. Um, so that'll be super cool to get that going. Uh, really interactive, get people, uh, you know, on YouTube, live stream, come, you know, the great thing about live stream is that they can come ask questions in real time as opposed yeah. to just putting a comment down and, you know, wondering if they're going to get an answer and whatnot. So we'll be doing that. We're also going to be doing a lot more uh, value videos for you guys, like tutorials, how to me, Mikey and Robert will be doing them. So Robert's going to get some screen time on the YouTubes at the ring. Line. Yes. I've, I've, uh, I've always, I love YouTube. It's like my favorite website of all time. I don't, you know, you guys probably agree. And I, you know, just, uh, want to get involved and, and really excited for that too. How excited are you? <laughs> scale of scale of one to 10, Bob. Oh man. A little nervous. I think I'll be more excited <laughs> once I'm done my first video. <laughs> and the Maybe feedback is good. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the age old thing. When you first start doing YouTube, it's like, fuck, is anybody going to like this? Like, yeah, <laughs> I never thought about start somewhere back. <laughs> now, I, we should go back and look at Cameron Foose's first YouTube video. What was oh it? Do you remember what it was? No, but I, I have like, I opened my channel in like 2007, 2006, maybe. I don't even fucking Let's know. Look. <laughs> you guys, you guys go ahead for a second. Oh God. His word. Over 200 videos, so it'll take me a second. Uh, but anyways, guys, moving on to kind of what we wanted to talk about today, um, which is kind of just like the theme of, you know, a lot of noise for one. You know, like we were just talking about before we came on live was this huge December rally. And kind of leading into that, there was so much like pessimism. Pessimism, like, but not not even just pessimism, but like, overall pessimism where yeah. everybody was pessimistic where it's like okay everybody's pessimistic like now that kind of when you see something like that happen that's kind of like should you reverse your thought and be like the sheep are all going this way yeah should i should i follow them should i just be a fucking normal motherfucker or should i th try to think differently and be like okay this is like too many people it's like when bitcoin's at twenty thousand and everybody is fucking talking about it thinking about that's it, it's going to 50 shorter right yeah when everybody is you know talking about it and it's at 20k and it already ripped whatever ten thousand percent that's when it's like all right this is like there's too many people trying to think the exact same way there's yep. no edge there's absolutely no edge there and then what happened bitcoin hit the fan and that's kind of the same kind of concept of which what happened leading into December market was kind of falling down coming off all time highs. It's like, 
everybody's thinking, okay, this is it. We're going down. And then what happened? The exact opposite. So uh, that's one theme that you have to look out for is just the, when everybody is saying the same exact thing, it's a red flag. Yeah. So what did that look like for you, Mike, leading into December and kind of. So your- I remember that because it was the, the biggest single day drop, I think, on low volume. It was like the day before Christmas Eve, talk, besides the fact like everyone's all fucking holiday spirit, you know, and then like yeah. down, it was like down a thousand and up 1200 or something crazy. And like, I remember everyone was so negative that like you, you would have thought from watching the news, like I can guarantee you there's a recession because of how confident people are talking negatively. And then like what happened, like I said, before we started this podcast, this was the best start to the market this year ever going from fucking complete negative, like your 401k is screwed. You're all screwed to like the best move ever we've seen. And so that's just pure mass psychology. Right. What else could it be? Yeah, Mike, I don't don't know about you uh, and Foos. I I follow the media pretty closely. I've seen a lot of things. That time period, I've never seen so much negative articles all at the same time. It was almost like coordinated. It was, and you know, you'll see NBC, they mess around, you know, know, they'll say shit just to, I don't know, just to uh, get viewership. But it was like every every article everything was like recession's coming recession's coming it's like what how do you know i mean obviously it's coming eventually but how do you know now can't time that no one can <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the 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 art of news is not necessarily to push out the truth it's to push out what's trending and what can get views because First, if, they're not right. getting, if they're not getting views if they're not getting hits they don't have a, a, the number one news source. Yep. So it's their job is not to give you necessarily the correct information. I mean, obviously that's part of it, but their main job, their main number one goal is to what can we push out that's going to get people to give us attention as opposed to another news source. So you have to think about, because that's also back to human psychology, what kind of headline can you get? What kind of like shit can they put out that's just going to create a click or almost like a sense of, I've been researching a lot about storytelling um, and the biological effect when you're hearing a story. And there's two chemical releases. One is oxytocin and the other is cortisol. Cortisol is the, the stress hormone. Like when you're reading a, a bad news story, that's uh, cortisol coming in. So when they can, that's like a really good headline for them. If they can cause stress and anxiety in a headline, that's a, a release of cortisol and stress and anxiety in somebody's bio, biology, and which also affects their ment- their mental thought process because that creates a stress in their brain. So headlines is all about creating cortisol in our body so that they can be like, people are like, Oh fuck! Like I gotta click that. Like, <laughs> what, probably like watching about? a scary movie, right? Like it must be yeah. the same, almost the same fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> exactly. So that's basically the number one goal of any news source is to try to create some sort of anxiety or stress enough where people want to click this headline. It's not necessarily about getting out the truth. We're just we're just here to give you the news. It's <laughs> we're here to give you the fucking the craziest headline that we can come up with so that you click 
and watch our news instead of somebody else's. So that's kind of what happens in certain situations like this. All the news sources are trying to come up with the best fucking crazy headline to make it look bigger than it really is so that people come click their news source over somebody else's. And that also is a big part of the stock market as well. Uh, you watch CNBC. It's like recession 2019 coming today. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all there to try to get people's attention. It all comes down to marketing, understanding human psychology, understanding the stress response of people to come to your shit. So it's just something you got to think about when you see all these headlines and take it with a grain of salt because you also have to understand what the goal is of these news companies is not to give you the exact truth. It's to get you to come to their website instead of somebody else's. So, um, but sometimes it's true. 2008, the headlines, it also yeah. happened. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's all about the, your time horizon, right? That's why I like to throw in what we do, like to, to just look at the market from a chart standpoint and be able to, to forget all that noise is like, that's the, in my opinion, the solution to, to it all. Yeah. You know, most people, the number one DM I get is like, either what do I think, what, what do I think the market's going to do or, or when's the recession? And I want to be like, you know, the fuck are you thinking, bro? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching? Know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the, the answer to the question is, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's crazy because, yeah, you can't time anything. You can get an idea, like just looking at history. You know, we are coming up on a period where it's one of the longest periods we've had since the recession, I believe. Um, So according to history, it's bound to happen uh, or repeat itself because it's always repeated itself at some point. And we're getting to a point where according to history, that's all technical analysis is as well, is looking at past price action to predict future price action yeah. based on what has typically happened in the past. So uh, there probably is some sort of recession coming on the horizon when that's going to be. No fucking idea. Um, how do you prepare for that? You should just be understanding of it. You should be knowledgeable that it might happen. But is that necessarily going to affect your trading? Now, it did affect my trading big time in 2008. One, because I was kind of a one-trick pony. And when we – so we wanted to talk about really kind of what this podcast wanted to be about is like, should should that affect you? Should a recession affect you? Should the news affect you? And in order for it not to affect you, you need to be a well-rounded trader. Now – in 2008, I was not necessarily a well-rounded trader. I was trading the Foos4 system, but it was only swing trading long. Okay, so now we do day trading. We don't really even do swing trading that much anymore, but our prominent strategy is now based off of shorting stocks, of which in 2008, I had no fucking clue how to short a stock. All I did was swing trade, holding overnight long, and it worked great up until 2008. That's when the market crashed. And all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, I don't know how to handle this. So that was kind of a, an eye-opening situation and a realization of when I needed to kind of change my strategy and become more well-rounded. And that's 
you know, what we offer in our program now is a complete 360 degree strategy to handle any sort of situation in the market. So that like typically I don't look at, I don't even, I don't watch CNN. I don't look at Yahoo finance. <coughs> I don't fucking even look at Twitter. I don't look at message boards. I don't look at anything. I look at what is hitting our scanners based on the criteria that we look for. Whatever the fuck else is happening, doesn't matter. Because no matter what the market is doing, there's every single day, there's an opportunity to make money. So I know, Mike, talk about the stock that you were just talking about, MBI, uh, MBOI. Yeah, so, or, uh, I mean, that one's always like, we focus on small caps. So these are usually cheaper stocks or just small market cap companies. But everyone's always like, you know, what do you do when the market's down or going to crash? Like, there's zero correlation with small caps and the overall stock market. So what SPY or Dow's doing on one day doesn't mean shit for these small caps. So like even today, the market was, you know, relatively flat. And there's this stock MBIO that's up from $2 to 15 in like 15 minutes. So like these small caps live on Pluto. So you can some days like I don't even look at what the market's doing. And to me, that's a beautiful thing because I'm not trying to be super sophisticated and, you know, like have all these indicators and what's this doing and that doing. This is just about what's this one stock doing and do I understand how to trade it based off of, you know, my strategies. Yeah. And also you got to understand that if you look at the Dow Jones 30, that's just 30 stocks, an index of them. It doesn't mean that's what everything is doing. Yeah, that's just, just you're just average. looking at you're just looking at the average of thirty big stocks. What are they doing? So does that? I mean, that's what I always used as an indicator of the market because it does have an indication of the overall market. Looking at the biggest companies, what are they doing? But on a day to day basis, there's as there's at least one big opportunity in the small cap world of something either crashing on a short side or some stock blowing up either on news or because it's getting pumped by a chat room. Yeah. Of which you can short because you know it's bullshit. So <laughs> it's just they're not talking about these stocks on CNBC or Bloomberg, <laughs> you know. No, they're not even in the news. It's no. just uh, a low float stock that's getting manipulated, and so that's one thing that's actually uh, happened so much more. Like, I mean, there was definitely manipulation when I was first started trading. No, it's it, definitely getting worse though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like, have but, big pockets now, and they're just they're it was buying, different then. buying floats, dude. It was way different. They're buying whole floats and selling them before before four p.m. so they don't have to file to the SEC that they have ten percent or more. Mm. That's crazy. That's mind blowing. So three dollars stock, three million shares. You need nine million dollars to buy the whole float. Yeah, you just buy it and then sell it. You know, and and sell before four. You know, that that's what's happening lately for sure. And, and what's that again about the SEC? Explain that. What do they have to do? You, if you buy more than 10% of a company or stock, okay. you have to you know, report it. Okay. But like if but you, you have can, a, you can day trade like, it. if there's a million share float and, and someone bought even a hundred thousand shares, you know, 10%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what's happening lately. And, but that's, it's just creating more opportunity. I look at it as like people are complaining about it. Does it suck? You know, to get your ass squeezed on a, a short. Yeah. But like, there's just as much money to be made long in these things too. So, yeah, it's about adapting. The market's yeah, always exactly. changing. 
the, th the thing is, is like, you know, the edge of uh, a strategy, you know, sometimes it doesn't work and sometimes you have to adapt. Yeah. So you always, sure. always, you always have to be adapting to what's currently going on, especially with also with technology. Technology continues to change. Scanners continue to change. Uh, you know, like the market, I started trading in 2005. The market today is nothing like it was uh, back then. You know, the foundation, yeah, the foundation is still there, but you know, it's totally, it's a totally different game. Uh, the retail market back in 2005 was not nearly as, as big as it was now. There was no fucking Twitter, social media, fucking advertisements on Forex on your, on your Instagram, even though I run advertisements on Instagram too now. But it's like but, everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Like when I started, it was just, I was a member of a website, Three Stocks on Fire, and it was uh, a forum. That's all there was. It was uh, a thread. A forum. Oh, it wasn't a uh, it was an actual chat room. I think eventually they maybe got a chat room. Mm -hmm. but no, I think when I started, I started my own website in two thousand six, and it, it, I started out as just a forum. So okay. that's all it was. It was forums and blogging. Like when speech. I when I built my reputation from two thousand six to two thousand eight, it wasn't on social media. It was just blogging. That's what people did. It was now it's blogging, right? Yeah, now it's blogging. Blogging. Blog with a V. <laughs> <laughs> another, yeah. another edge that changed, right, Foos? Yeah. So, that is, yeah, things change. And that's also why we're doing podcasts right now, because yeah. things change. People, people's attention go from one thing to another. What's the next thing that's going on? Where is the attention? That's where you go in marketing. So, uh, yeah, it's just... Times are changing and a lot of people have difficulty with change, I think, because they're like, oh, I just learned how to fucking do this. And now yeah. it's not working and I have to do this. And that's, that's just life. Life is work. Life, yeah. life is, adapt is adapting really because you can guarantee and, and change. I get a lot of new, you know, if you guys don't know, I, I basically help a lot of people get started and just help get them familiar with what we do, who we are, and how the process will be for them to go through our program with zero knowledge, just like I did with Cameron five years ago. Some people, before they know anything about trading, already have a set notion like, you know, I just want to be a swing trader or I just want to do this. You know, you got to keep an open mind. You got to be flexible. You got to adjust the market and um, adjust with the times. And, you know, and, and even, you know, we're kind of talking about, you know, larger kind of trend shifts but even within month to month or sometimes week to week there can be little yeah. adjustments and little differences 100%. in how the market behaves so you just got to uh, or day by day really you know so you gotta um <clears throat> uh, definitely be flexible and have a whole package of strategies that work under any any given circumstance with the market yeah also uh laws change as well or rules change kind of like the there was so much penny stock promotion like when i first started trading that's like where a company would like give usually either shares or cash to somebody who has a large email list be like hey we'll give you fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars and 
50,000 shares if you send out a mailer and email blast to your list saying that our company is the next big swinging dick. And then we're <laughs> going to sell all that, those shares once you send out this email. So that, that would, uh, basically what would happen is that company would get paid and compensated in either shares or cash or both. They would send out a mailer to all these people, the sheep, and be like, hey, this is the next big penny stock play. Sometimes it would do nothing. Sometimes it would go up 10,000%. And while everybody's buying in that stock, the people who were holding the shares were selling it because that was the only time they would be able to sell it because there was no liquidity before and they needed people to sell to. So it's basically just one big manipulation. And that's kind of where the whole pump and dub thing was originated was through these penny stock promotions. And then people started learning that, oh, why don't we just fucking short these stocks? Because we know it's a penny stock promotion. We know this is 100% bullshit. And that's where you can make money on the downside is because you know it's manipulated. But all those people that were making millions off of these penny stock promotions, a lot of them ended up in jail because the SEC started cracking down on what was actually happening. And they got their money taken back from them, ended up in prison. Uh, and so things changed. You can't really do that anymore. There's probably yeah, the some- OTC market has been like dead all year god i miss those days yeah i wish i'd started then it's like sounds like too good this is bullshit that never happened (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) i was with this other other group at the time that like would spend hours and hours and hours like you could connect the dots like okay this promotion you can see when it's just starting like there's some stock that has no movement all of a sudden you start seeing little blips here and there and that's that's them getting in and there's these people that would you know spend hours connecting the dots between the different lawyers that are involved and shit and they would try to make an educated guess on 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 who it was it was crazy crazy time yeah yeah because like 2005 to 2008 that's mostly all i traded was otc uh for the guys that don't know what that is it's over the counter market um, it's not really a word that's really thrown around anymore because it just, there's no action there. But like yeah. when I first started, that's where a lot of the action was. And that's where a lot of penny stocks would move. Like when I first started trading, all I wanted to trade was penny stocks, but it was like stocks at like 0.005 cents because you live in this fantasy world. You're like, well, it's only 0.005 cents. I could buy like a million shares if it goes to this price. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> two cents, which is like 5,000%. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're all down there because they're absolute shit and they weren't reg- regulated by the SEC, so they didn't have to do filings and all this other shit. It was just like a, it was like the Wild West. Uh, oh, yeah. But that's a good way to say was, it. Uh, there was uh, money to be made, and that's where the action was. The breakout patterns were like to the T perfect. Yeah, I was going like, to say. There's still like there was a couple that like the OTCs. I'd rather be longing them because the fills give me anxiety. <laughs> if you're short, <laughs> you're just like I'm not getting out. You know, <laughs> dude, that's but, like, insane. Long breakouts. Yeah. These things will go from like twenty cents to like four bucks and like never break the thirteen EMA. You know, like yeah, yeah. I used to love trading them. There it is easy. It would be like twenty to fifty percent swing trades, like clockwork. Like oh, that was easy. Just here's a breakout pattern. I'm gonna buy it, and there we go. I'll sell it later. <laughs> yeah it's like now, like swing trading um, people are like do you, you know what's a good swing trade and i also want to be like ha! you know like, <laughs> <laughs> like huh? i don't you need know, that like, good luck there no idea hasn't been, hasn't been working 
Yeah. It's just harder yeah. to they they don't move like they used to. And a lot of times like a breakout on a swing trade, it'll break out of a pattern and then it's gonna fucking whip you before it'll make any sort of continuation. Yeah. So it used to just be like, Oh yeah, identify a breakout and then it just continues for multiple days or a week. Yep. Uh, These things are meant to shake you out. That was kind of when I started transitioning more into shorting was when all my breakout plays were turning into false breakouts and then turning into amazing shorts. And I was like, why the fuck am I not shorting these? It was was weird to have to, it was weird to have to and try to be able to change my psychology of, okay, this breakout is now a short. <laughs> it's like- This hasn't been working lately, so I'm gonna fucking Yeah, flip. so like for a decade, my breakout was always, I'm buying this shit. And then all of a sudden being like, this isn't working. I need to short these breakouts. But I mean, obviously you, you don't just short a breakout, you short a breakout that's failed. So uh, there's a difference between the two. Uh, we call it, a, I call it a FU breakdown, which is like a fuck, fuck you, a short for fuck you breakdown. Just so like the, just like the it's, uh, yeah, it's just, again, that just comes back to psychology. Yeah. We got- <laughs> I remember when you were uh, going through that realization, obviously it wasn't instant. I mean, you're not going to just abandon what you were doing for so long quickly and then realize, you know, you're going to have to get a couple kicks in the balls before before you realize you got to do something and i yeah. I, I just remember uh i was probably a little bit after you uh joined us i think mike was it was Yo, yeah i know because i was longing and then they stopped working for a little bit so many <laughs> false breakouts yep but the thing is yeah. like what i will say is because there are breakouts that still work right but like fu said there are times when you need to know you have to flip your psychology and the only way for you to know if those patterns are working or not is to, and this is what I think is good about our program, is the mentor class. I'm literally going over all the stocks that worked and the theme in the market. And sometimes that theme will change in a week from breakouts work to breakouts don't work. And if people like aren't around to experience that, then you'd have zero fucking clue. And that's called recency bias, where whatever's happening recently, you think that that's just going to become the new norm. And lately that can change overnight. So that's why it's definitely important to like, you know, always be watching the market, at least from a day trading standpoint, because the market's like bipolar lately. Breakouts work and then shorts work, you know? Yeah. That also just comes back to being a well-rounded trader and not being a one-trick pony. You have to be able to adapt to all situations. You have to be able to understand all the different kind of patterns that can be used to make money. Because sometimes, like you said, it's a theme. What is currently working now, today, yeah. this week, the last few months? Uh, you have to be able to adapt to whatever's actually working in the market today. So, uh, yeah, no, the market's just the market's bananas. But the sooner you can accept that it's bananas, you have to just <laughs> live, live in it, live in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that, that name of you don't have to pay attention more like like right. Bruce, when you're saying you know i mean you didn't really follow the market as closely as you do now or like as mike does and uh you didn't need to really i mean you now you got to. To. I, I agree you didn't need to when i started you didn't need to yeah just wake up oh market up okay 
Like the Are past week, it's been all sub $1 stocks that are big. So like there's been literally like five stocks that from 20 to 30 cents have been referenced like 80 cents. And that's happened for like a week straight. So that's a theme, you know, then people start looking for these cheaper stocks. What's the next breakout? Going back to mass psychology, what is everyone thinking? So it's not as, yeah. it's very like you could keep it simple, but people choose to overcomplicate this shit, you know? Right. Yeah. You just got to identify trends, understand psychology, and understand your strategy and stick to it. Yeah. And stay the disciplined. More, the more other people, the more news you throw in there, the worse you trade. No, it's like our, our last uh, podcast on Keep It Simple Stupid, which was this basically about, we'll link that below if you haven't watched it, um, just about simplifying things. Like the more you can simplify anything, the easier it's going to be. The more, the less distractions, the less, like I was, a, a good example was like, the less mental calories we have to burn to understand something, the easier we can get it done. If you're trying to fucking just like burn so many calories, mental calories to do something, uh, the harder it is to do. So you want to simplify your process as much as possible. And we have a whole podcast where we talk about how we do that with our trading strategy. Uh, I believe that was the last podcast we did. Keep yes, it, it was. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. No, that was, was a good one. Solid one. But uh, anyways. I got your first YouTube video. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's, what is it? June oh, 2009. God. Uh, your first promo video with the uh, black service. Oh my God. The technical trader.net. Yes. Black service. So, almost 10 years ago, Foos. That's crazy. Wow. It's fucking nuts, dude. Time is scary. Screen. Yeah. Actually, I know. Man, we got to link this too. Yeah. We gotta, we're going to link this one too. Make it go viral. <laughs> Pull it up on a screen share. I want to see it. All right. Un momento. Dude, time. I fucking hate time. It's like. Right, dude. <laughs> just chill. I'm like fascinated by time and like all this, like, is it linear and shit? You know, like, can you go to a black hole and fucking time, you know, goes back or some shit? Dude. Mean, right. black Here we go. 4,800 views. <laughs> the volume up slightly this is like before youtube was like even like youtube now right like, yeah turn the volume up a little bit bob sure <laughs> but <laughs> it's dispensable <laughs> this stream <laughs> you ain't no traitor oh my god Black. Black means are you in profits? Yeah, in the black. I like that. Black service. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, wow, look at all those charts. I was going to say, was that the original TC2000, bro? No, this is Think or Swim. No way. That's what it looks yeah. like. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Look at shorting in 2009, baby. You know, it's early, too, because it's no, like, SMS. Did you do text messages back then? No, it was just email. Email before that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's gangster, man. It's fucking... Plan the trade. Trade the plan. 2006. Oh, my Lord. Man, that's a hot newsletter. Look at that thing. Let's fucking make newsletters great again. <laughs> <laughs> well, these graphics are amazing. Dude, look at this. It's like going to the beat. <laughs> I want to find the next big runner now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is like, we should do a remake of this. 2019. 2009 to 2019 remake. <laughs> <laughs> June 24th we got a month to do it April, May, have two months that's brilliant oh man we got testimonials and everything free live chat, forums oh my god do people still use forums anymore? it's creeps <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 see you in the pit yeah the trading pit oh, that was pretty cool that was my first youtube video that was the first one yeah wow i remember i was looking at some other ones like at some point maybe in the last year and it was like of me talking and just my voice. I sound so nervous and like unsure of myself. <laughs> like, and uh, over here, uh, you can see here the support, the support, oh God, the, the resistance. Oh, uh. God, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that was a crazy time because that's when you pretty much uh, got started with the service. Or, no, no, you got started before 2007, right? <clears throat> Yeah, I think I had already launched um, and not doing it for free in 2008. I, I launched it right before the stock market crash. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, was, I was on cloud nine and then got brought right back down to earth. So this is kind of like the comeback after the recession. Yeah. I think that December of 2009, I think I did like a 54,000 month, $54,000 a month trading. So I was like, my God. I'm the man. I need to make a YouTube video about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. It, it, the crazy part is just looking at the forum and chat room you had, just how far we've come in technology. I mean, our new chat room is like from another dimension compared to that. It's nuts. Yeah. No, it's like, is this forums? Like, who uses a forum? It's so inefficient. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Like, yep. And just it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Word. All right. Cool. Well, I think we're, uh, that's my cleaning lady back there. Just Norbs? Norbs? <laughs> Rushing oh, the leaves. I think you should show <laughs> Norbs that video from nine years ago. See how it's done. Yeah. I should be like, bro, phew, look at this. <laughs> You were like fucking two years old here, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
P.S. P.S. Guys, I moved to Bali. For those of you listening, um, oh. at least for now, six for the next six months, maybe twelve. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. The great thing I got staff here all the time <laughs> cleaning, cleaning. They basically like follow me around and I like, clean up my footsteps. It's like <laughs> it's great, dude. It's so great. I wake up, I leave my bedroom for like ten minutes. And then, like ten minutes later, I can go back, and everything's like made nice, and I even have like flower flower petals on my bed and shit. It's like, Jesus. oh my god! <laughs> like in Medellin, I had a senora one time, and it was it was amazing. It was yeah. awesome. There's so much more yeah. time to focus on productivity, dude. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's all done for you. Yeah, great. That's awesome. <laughs> well, good good stuff, boys. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you guys want to know more about trading, okay, one of the biggest questions we always get is a few things. One, how the hell do I get started? And two, what are the top tools, top brokers, uh, top scanners that you guys use to make money trading? And we'll give you guys both the answer to those questions. We have a free webinar. It's about an hour and a half long free training for you to come watch, listen, learn exactly how to get started. You'll hear a little bit more about Mike's story, transitioning from a student to now a mentor uh, here with us at Iconic Traders, in addition to how to get started trading. And we'll also give you our top five trading tools uh, that we use on a day-to-day basis uh, from the broker, scanning tools, charting, everything we use to make money in the stock market. Link will be below for a free masterclass. Like, comment, subscribe if you want to hear more and continue to support us in this pod, in this podcast. Anyways, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Robert. It's getting Always late for you guys. You, it's 8.39 in the morning here, 8.39 evening in New York, yep. in Miami. Dinner time. Bedtime right. for us. The day Dinner time. For <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace out. Catch you guys in the next episode. Yo, guys, before you leave, we are starting a brand new channel for the Iconic Traders team. Uh, we're going to have exclusive day trading only content there. We're going to do, be doing a lot of how-tos, a lot of YouTube live streams, a lot of this quality content solely based around day trading. So if you're on my channel strictly for day trading, that is the place to be. I would love for you to subscribe to the channel. It's youtube.com backslash IKNK traders. There's going to be a link below or there's going to be a little link right up here to go to that channel and check it out right now.